Hello and welcome back to Quick Shanti, the place where we digest timeless wisdom one bite at a time. Now today's topic is focused on the feeling of being too busy to meditate. I think this is highly relatable. (laughs) It speaks to me at least. (laughs) So I've been meditating for about three years, maybe a little bit more. And I can easily say that I still hear my mind on busy days list off a million reasons why I shouldn't meditate because I have other things to do, more important things to do than meditation. Now, we live in a very fast-paced world, and I think I can speak for many of us when I say that we kneel at the altar of productivity. Work, meetings, emails, FaceTimes with family, dates, workout regimens, the list goes on. You know, we live in this very hyper-quantified, hyper-optimized reality, and In that reality, it's easy for certain activities to get nudged off the priority list. These fallen, forgotten activities are usually the ones that can't be perfectly measured in a tangible way. That isn't to say that they're not positively impacting our well-being. Now, the one little activity I'm talking about today is meditation. I have a lot to say, but first, let's just settle in with a little bit of awareness. Taking some time to find just a bit of stillness. You can shut down your eyes if you want, or you can soften your gaze. Releasing tension. All together, take a nice deep inhale through your nose. Hold for just a second. And big open mouth release. All right, let's dive in. Okay, so there is a Zen proverb that goes a little something like this. If you don't have time to meditate for 20 minutes, then you should meditate for an hour. If you don't have time to meditate for 20 minutes, then you should meditate for an hour. <laughs> it's quite cheeky, isn't it? Uh, this proverb, it's, it's humorous, it's insightful, paradoxical, all the things that make it intriguing, that make it a little juicy. Um, there's plenty of flavors that we're tasting here, so I'm going to break down just a few of them. Now, I think on a very simple and immediate level, this proverb is teaching the valuable lesson about the importance of making time for yourself, making time for your practice, even when life may feel incredibly busy and hectic. Um, Usually the busier we are, our minds tend to be more scattered, more distracted. And that's what the Buddhists call the monkey mind. When it feels like you're leaping from branch to branch, restless, unsettled, sort of head on a swivel energy. Moments like this are when we need to find calmness the most, right? That's when we need to drop an anchor into stillness. And here, the proverb suggests an hour, but you can insert whatever time period is relative to you. Even five minutes can be enough to find that centeredness. Now, when you take the time to meditate, 
regardless of how long you choose to sit, it allows you to tap into a quieter part of yourself. It allows you to drop an anchor, a sort of, um, like an internal connection point. By spending just a few minutes each day in awareness, you give yourself the space you need to keep things in perspective. You know, this can help you avoid getting swept away by external factors and the earthly matters that consume our daily lives. Now, on a cheekier, a little bit deeper level, I think this proverb is saying, your excuses are lame. <laughs> and I know no one ever likes to hear that, but that the paradox here is meant to sort of like playfully agitate us into inspiration. Um, it's meant to make you question your own assumptions about what you're capable of doing. You know, it encourages all of us to think critically about the excuses we make for not meditating. It invites us to examine the underlying reasons behind our resistance to the practice. And this can help us identify and overcome the obstacles that may be preventing us from committing to a regular meditation practice. Now, for me, on really busy days, my excuse is, um, they look something like this, right? It's wake up, see, check my schedule. Oh my God, I have meetings all morning up inbox full of emails. Oh, I have that deadline tomorrow. I need to get that sent out today. Oh, and I have to squeeze a workout in. Oh, and I have to call so-and-so back. Oh, and to top it all off, we need groceries. Uh, like how could I even possibly fit meditation in? Um, and yes, these are excuses, but they're also obligations, right? So these obligations and life situations often do feel more important than meditating in the moment. Um, but when I revisit this proverb, it prompts me to ask myself, am I, Ellie, actually too busy to sit and find stillness right now? Or is it my mind that's too busy? Am I too busy or is my mind too busy? And then, you know, I ask, what is the true obstacle stopping me from meditating? I know that I will find time at some point in the day to scroll on Instagram, to check my personal email, to uh, check in on Twitter? Can I carve out a few of those minutes for meditation, for sitting in stillness? Can the email responses wait 20 minutes? <laughs> now, oftentimes our minds can create the illusion of being too busy or too distracted to meditate, when in reality, taking a few minutes to find stillness and calm can actually help us be more focused and productive in our other tasks. And I don't mean to dismiss anyone's very real busy schedule, very real obligations, or to you know dismiss someone's time management skills and nothing like that. You know, I only wish to acknowledge how truly tempting it is to prioritize other tasks and responsibilities over meditation. Now, when I think about the true obstacle in my way of meditation... I realize it's not the external demands of meetings. It's not an overflowing inbox. And it's not being out of oat milk and needing to run to the grocery immediately. <laughs> you know, I think instead, it's really the internal thoughts. The obstacle is the internal sensations and the intensity of feeling behind, of feeling fear and urgency. 
And when you think when you take this and you meet the rush of caffeine coursing through your body, if you're a coffee drinker, you you kind of get this cocktail of stress. You know, and meanwhile, in the background, you might have Slack notifications or Outlook notifications pinging away, just adding to the chaos. I think more than anything, at least for me, my mind longs for the dopamine release of checking off at least one to-do, of answering at least one email. You know, if I listen to this cacophony of internal sensations and thoughts telling me there is no way off this train, then yeah, meditation is likely getting swept off the table that day. And I think the rush of being busy itself can be addicting if we're not aware of it. I mean, stimulation is stimulation. Stillness is the very last thing that a busy mind wants to do. To the busy mind, stillness does not equal progress. But just like a stream becomes cloudy and muddy when there's too much movement, so does the mind. Think about, have you ever sat next to a lake or a creek and you're tossing rocks in or playing in the water and you see the mud from the bottom shuffling up and clouding the, the clarity of the water? It's a sort of similar analogy with the mind. You know, when we're still, when, when we can find some quiet, stillness allows the mind to settle and become more clear which can lead to greater insights and understanding as you approach your daily activities. Now, if you're able to call out your mind in these moments and say, let's be real, am I truly too busy for this? And that's not an easy task. That's hard to stop the the chaos of, of being busy and say like, hey, is this real? Like, can I actually spend just a few minutes in stillness? then I think you are increasing your likelihood of resisting the busy mind's constant desire for stimulation and activity. Because that's really what it is. Your busy mind is resistant to the stillness because it means non-stimulation. No, but as comforting as it can be to feed the busy mind more stimulation, I think over time you can learn to find comfort in the stillness, to find comfort in the quiet. Ramdas once said, if you get so efficient, if you've got to turn off all the vibrations of the scene because you're so busy about the future or the past or whatever it may be, then it costs too much. Here Ramdas is saying that being overly focused on efficiency and progress and productivity can come at a high cost. It can cause you to shut off from the present moment and disconnect from yourself and really miss out on the richness of your present experience. When we think about productivity, I think the first thing that comes to mind is being constantly busy, constantly hustling, checking off to-dos, active, active, active. You know, we might assume that the more we do, the more productive we are. But that's not necessarily true. I mean, even if you reflect on those periods of life where you were overactive, hyperproductive, you might see that it led you to states of burnout or even decreased productivity over time. Stillness is as important as activity. I think taking time to regularly sit with yourself can help you come back to your work 
with renewed energy and focus. And I think real progress and real productivity, they come from finding the balance between activity and stillness. It's all about finding that sweet spot. Now, the proverb does say, uh, (laughs) you should meditate for an hour if you don't have 20 minutes. Now, you can fill in the gaps with whatever time period is relative to you. Um, The takeaway here is simply to make time for your practice. Even a few minutes each day can go a really long way. The most important thing is to be consistent and to make it a regular part of your routine, regardless of how much time you have available to you. I think the key is also to find what works best for you. You know, like experiment with different types of meditation and different lengths of time and to really find what feels most comfortable and effective for you at this point in your life because it's going to change. Even what works for you right now might not work for you in a couple of weeks and that's all right. You know, start where you are. Start right here. Be patient, be compassionate with yourself and keep exploring different ways to incorporate meditation into your daily routine. Not because you have to do it, not because it's another thing on the list of to-dos, but because when the waters are still, we can approach life in a more skillful way. Now, one more time, the proverb goes like this. If you don't have time to meditate for 20 minutes, then you should meditate for an hour. Key takeaway number one, make time for yourself. Make time for your practice. Whether it's a few minutes of meditation in the morning or a walking meditation during your lunch break, just find ways that bring this stillness into your life. Find moments to drop the anchor, to center yourself, and try to be aware of the impact it has on your daily experiences. Key takeaway number two, challenge the excuses you make for not meditating. Really critically examine your reasons why, in a curious and compassionate way, of course. Now, that's all we have for today. I hope you enjoyed this fun little Zen proverb. And again, you know, it's not meant to mock or challenge your very real, very busy schedule or your time management skills or anything like that. It's meant to be cheeky. It's meant to be playful and inviting more than anything. So I hope you accept the invitation and explore a little bit deeper. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, stay curious.